Today, we have come full circle to the end of a journey that began a year ago with that first Sunday in Advent. Yes, it's New Year's Eve, and next Sunday, we begin a new year again as next Sunday is Advent 1. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's rejoice and give thanks to God that God has seen us through yet another year. Yes, the world has its own calendar, but we in the church march to the beat of a different drummer. Yes, today is New Year's Eve, and with that, we come to the end of this season of Pentecost. On this New Year's Eve, we pause to reflect on the entire Christian year of our faith, of creation, of history, of the God who is all and in all, and of the Christ who will rule over all. Today, we pause and think of the journey of Christ through this Pentecost season, a journey that has brought him here to the cross. Yes, this is the end of another year for us in the church. So today we pause and we think of the coming end of time and the coming of Christ's kingdom. Today we submit to Christ as our sovereign, our King, our Lord, believing with Paul that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Today is Christ the King Sunday the reign of Christ Sunday. But I caution us not to be limited in our thinking. In America, when we use the word king or sovereign, we tend to envision a male ruler. However, if we were to say sovereign to someone in Britain, he or she would envision the monarchy, which has been led by female monarchs for most of the past 160 years. Now there is a new king. Yes, there is a new leader for the monarchy there. However, it is not simply about leadership. Besides, Parker Palmer suggests leadership is a concept we often resist. He says, it seems immodest, even self-aggrandizing to think of ourselves as leaders. I want to add that we should not confuse the understanding of kingship with leadership. Palmer goes on to add, modesty is only one reason we resist the idea of leadership cynicism about our most visible leaders is another. In America, at least our declining public life, he says, has bred too many self-serving leaders who seem lacking in ethics, compassion, and vision. We must ask ourselves, where are the places where those who lead are leading others from places of great darkness to mountainous peaks of great light? On this New Year's Eve, we celebrate Christ as king, as sovereign, as ruler. But do we really believe that Christ is king? Is he really ruler over our life? Have we really submitted to Christ's authority? Being Christians, and most of us here ascribe to that description, we are exposed to a host of images applied to the person of Jesus Christ. He is son of David, son of God bridegroom, door, vine, lamb, mediator, the Lord, the great high priest, the resurrection and the life, the alpha and the omega, the word. As we are told so eloquently in the epistle of Paul to the church at Colossae, Jesus is for us the image of the invisible, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the body, the church, the firstborn from the dead, fullness of God. And of all these images, perhaps the most challenging of all is that of Christ as King. 
I realize this is problematic for some of us. It simply gives another patriarchal assignment to our God who is much bigger than that, to our God who is a spirit. And yes, it even speaks to or hints at the empirical values of strength. How do we call King someone who was so clearly against hierarchical relationships? Church Christ the King Sunday is a relatively new development in the church. It does not bear the history of all saints, Christmas and Easter. Christ the King Sunday was brought to the church's calendar by Pope Pius XI in 1925. His mission was to show Christ as King over and against the political forces of the world during that time, the likes of Mussolini and Hitler. So how do we call King someone who was so clearly against hierarchical relationships? We call Christ King because the first title given to him by his disciples, his immediate band of followers was Moshal Mershalim, Master of Wisdom. We call Christ King because Jeremiah the prophet tells us of a branch, a righteous branch that shall reign as king and deal wisely and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. We call Christ King because the writer of the Gospel of John tells us that our Lord is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. We call Christ King because he is the Messiah, which means anointed one. Church, Jesus is king and ruler, one that redefines all earthly ideas of kingship. We celebrate this king because he has reversed the meaning of kingship, the meaning of the kingdom itself. This Jesus we worship as Lord and King has celebrated with the wrong people, offered peace and hope to the wrong people. This divine ruler is redemptive, not coercive, he does not expect to be served, but is servant of all. This king does not bring fear, but reveals deeds of love, mercy, and justice. It is as homiletics professor Deborah Mumford said, the kingdom of God for Jesus was a world where those on the bottom of society in his day would find liberation from the systems and structures that bind them. Yes, we see in the gospel today that Jesus is hailed as king, but his royal cupbearer is a Roman soldier offering him the sour wine that poor people drank. Yes, he is king and his royal placard announcing his kingship to the world posted on the cross is in fact the criminal charge which brings him to death on a cross. Yes, Christ is king, but his court consists of two criminals, one on the right and one on the left, but there was one who could see his true royalty that day. Our Lord's true royalty shines out in his prayer and promise to the one who recognized his sovereignty on the cross. Truly, I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. These are the words heard by the repentant criminal on the cross. Wouldn't you like to hear these words? Today, we see a compassionate, forgiving Lord, which distinguishes true kingship. Truly, I tell you, today, you will be with me in paradise. This is our hope. This is what we come to believe in, the paradise, the resting place of Christ is a place where we can all join before we enter that new life of resurrection to live in God's kingdom. Church, Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords, unlike any other.